The No Sleep Podcast presents Old Time Radio, Volume 11. Tales written in the format of old time radio scripts. Settle in and listen to audio horror the way your grandparents did. And just as they did, you'd better brace yourself. Ugh, old time radio indeed. So trite, so extemporaneous. Whatever that means. No, stories were not meant to be heard. They're meant to be read. Books are the only real way to consume literature. Why listen to people read words when you can invite them into your mind with your eyes? Create your own worlds, sights, sounds, smells, oh, tastes. Hmm. That's the only way for me. I only wish others felt the same. Things haven't been the same here in my old bookshop, but I'm not deterred. Why, one day I'll write a story about the wonderful adventures of a bookshop owner. Yes, just think of it. The spine-tingling wonder. <laughs> spine, like the spine of a book. <laughs> Passion beneath the covers. <laughs> covers, like a bed. <laughs> Finger-licking page-turning. <laughs> Licking. <clears throat> anyway, I'd better close up. I think I'll grab a book and settle into my little reading nook to read it. Hmm, I haven't seen this one here before. Let's see. What We Leave Behind by C. McKelvey. Certainly looks interesting. I can only hope there's a handsome bookseller at the heart of the story. <laughs> one can surely dream. Now, settle in. Yes, have my cup of cocoa. Oh, so comfortable. <laughs> now, let's begin. Once, long ago, there was a frog and a scorpion. Stuck in a wasteland, both needed to cross a vast river in order to seek food and shelter. The scorpion requests that, as the frog can swim, he should carry him on his back. The frog, afraid of being stung, initially refuses. But the scorpion argues that should he indeed sting the frog, they would both sink and the scorpion would drown. Convinced by this, the frog agrees and began swimming as the scorpion rested happily upon its back. Yet, not halfway, the scorpion indeed stings the frog. Yelling in pain and feeling his life slip away, the frog looks at the scorpion and asks, But why? Now we are both doomed. To which the scorpion responds helplessly, It's in my nature. This is the way to the hotel. I didn't say I knew the way. You 
You said you'd been to New Orleans before. I have. And that you... And that you knew your way around. Direction? What? I said I knew my way around the bars. Well, use your phone then. You use your phone. Who the fuck was that? There's someone there. There is someone there. Look by that shop door. Hey. Hey, whoever's there, stop messing around and come the fuck out now! <whistles> wow. Now, what have we here? <laughs> Are you sure you should be wandering the streets alone? Well, why not come over here and say hello? Hey, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't leave so soon. Wait, uh, look, there's someone else there. In the shadows. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's huge! His eyes. Look at his eyes. That's not a man. What the fuck is that? Jesus Christ! What the fuck's happening? The sh sh shadows. Look in the shadows. Oh, my God. What is it? What is it? New Orleans. Some call it the Big Easy. I call it Necropolis, the city of the dead. A place of decay and dust. A place where spirits linger and ghosts walk the moonlit roads. Where phantoms dance to the drum of forgotten songs. And it is also a place of darkness. Of Jean Lafitte and Madame Lalaurie, of death and despair. And on this night, the darkness is restless. He's been here since two. I know. He's just walking around, touching everything in the store. I know. How long can a guy feasibly spin in a second-hand bookstore? I don't know. Well, why don't you tell him to go? I can't. Why the hell not? It's not 5.30. He's got three minutes. <sighs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'll do it then. Olivia, wait. Wait. <clears> Ha <throat> ha 
Yes? Excuse me, sir. It's three minutes to five. And? I'm afraid we're going to have to ask you to leave in a minute, sir. Three. What? You shut at five. You're going to have to ask me to leave in three minutes. Well, perhaps you should start thinking about it. Okay. Okay, what? I'll think about it. Uh, fine. Think all you like. But we close in three minutes. Two minutes now. <sighs> well, enjoy, sir. Thankfully, we're not open tomorrow. Well, what did he say? That he's thinking about leaving. Oh, well, that's good then. Just wish he'd think about buying something before he does. You know, you can go if you like. I don't mind locking up. I don't want to leave you here. He gives me the creeps. Well, it is October. Wouldn't be right if he walked in here with a great white beard singing jingle bells and giving out freebies. Hmm. Though, thank heavens for small mercies. Freebies would kill the trade. <laughs> we don't have any trade. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, I got nowhere to go. And... And? I don't want to leave you alone. Not after, you know, last week. Thanks. I didn't want to be alone either. He's going. Good God, he's actually going. Wait, was that? The door. He's locked the door. But why would he... Behind me, now. What? Get behind me. Sorry, but I haven't quite finished browsing. If it's money you're after, the till is there. Yet, I should warn you, this shop is alarmed. It's not, you know. What? It's not alarmed, so either you have a very poor electrician, or you're a very bad liar. If it's money you're after, then we have little. Look for yourself. What, and let your book-happy friend there club me with that rather impressive copy of Milton? Olivia, put that down for God's sake. What? We can't not defend ourselves. And besides, I'm not going to let some stuck-up British dickhead push me around. <laughs> oh, I like you. Uh, but really, that is a very rare volume. It is? Best not to damage it. And besides, it's not money I'm after. What? What, what, what do you want? To talk, that's all. To talk and to help. Yeah, then rob us blind. Good God, this afternoon you've made a total of $20. And 50 cents. <laughs> now, that's better, isn't it? All I want to do is talk. If it makes you feel safer, feel free to continue gripping that Milton. I'll even let you hold it over the back of my head if you like. No, stay here. 
suit yourself? So, you want to talk? What about? About you, about this shop, and about events that occurred last Tuesday evening. What about them? Don't answer him, Fabian. You don't have to. Ah, so you are Fabian Chardy, and you must be Olivia Smith. I got that bit right at the very least. How the hell do you know our names? Ways and means, Mr. Fabian, ways and means. Are you the cops? No, just an interested party who read about the slaughter of three innocent boys and believe that you two know more than you're letting on. Oh, screw this! I don't know who you think you are, but you're leaving right now. We answered the cops. We don't have to put up with this. Olivia, don't. <laughs> oh, come on. Come and have a go. Let all that anger out. That's it. Come on. You... Fabian! Fabian! Hold on, Olivia! Hold on! It's happening again! It'll be over soon! Just hold on! Now that is interesting. Oh, phew. Thank God that's over. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fabian, that's just the thing. What do you mean? As long as this little shop stands on this little spot stuffed with all its little trinkets, it will never be over. Why? Because you've created something here, Mr. Fabian. Incubated it, allowed it to be born, and then caged it like a wild animal. It resents that caging, and speaking frankly, it's really pissed off. Whatever it is, it won't stop. Unless... Unless... Unless I stop it for you. Now, don't you think it's about time you told me about last Tuesday? Fine. But not here. Let's go out the back. Hmm, very homely. <laughs> I'm sorry it's not more hospitable. It'll do. Now, aren't you going to offer me coffee? <sighs> How do you take it? Black. Two sugars. Sit down. It'll be ready in a moment. So, tell me what's been happening here. Everything leading up to the events surrounding the murder of those three young men. Oh, Christ. You don't think we're involved? No, Mr. Fabian, I do not think you're involved, but I know that you have seen things, felt things which you cannot explain, things which may just be connected. Oh, but I... I it's... But what? It's okay, Fabian. Tell him. 
The occurrences have been happening for almost two years now, almost as long as we've been open. At first, they seemed harmless enough. Noises, things moving. Then it began to get more violent. Customers, neighbors, they started complaining, saying they had seen things, hideous things. But you didn't believe them? Not at first. Then there was this girl. Couldn't have been older than five or six. She visited the store with her mom, wandered off into one of the back rooms. Oh, the scream she made. When we found her, she couldn't stop crying about a man. A tall man. A monster. When we got her into the light, oh, Jesus. Her face was all torn up, covered in claw marks. I had to pretend it was the neighbor's cat. With those boys the other week, well, I, I started to get worried. Those claw marks on the bodies. You... You don't think it could have been... Uh, you saw one, didn't you? Yes. Tell me about it, Fabian. It was about six months ago. It was late. I was just locking up. I saw someone standing inside the store. Someone? Hidden in the dark by a bookcase. A figure. At first, I thought it was a man, but he seemed distorted by the shadow somehow. Something about his shape didn't look quite right. I could swear it had three large, stumpy legs and a body. The body was too small, round and chubby like a child or a baby. The head was also way too big, like a balloon on a thick stump. But the face... Oh, the face was the worst... It looked like a young man's, but twisted, blotchy, with too much flesh on the bones, as if it were lumps of clay slapped on. And the eyes? Just two large, dark sockets where they should have been. Suddenly, before I could move, it came crashing through the store towards me, and there was a noise, like a wine glass when someone runs their finger around the rim, like what we heard before. But the thing, it moved at such speed that I could hardly back away from the door before, oh, before it pressed its face against the glass and screamed. Jesus! I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I need, I, I need to go. Fabian, come back. Shit. What's back there? Storage. Ah, oh, he'll be okay. Forget the coffee. I need a cigarette. Wait. Where the hell are you going now? longer can this go on? Got one for me? <laughs> Let me see. Um, yeah. It's funny, you don't strike me as the type to smoke. I 
I didn't realize there was a type. Besides, I'm full of surprises. What did I strike you as? Well, let's see, you're, uh... What, 21, 22? You strike me as the type that should be out on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, well... You kind of put a stop to that. Oh, come off it. You weren't going out even before I showed up. What can I say? I like my own company. And Fabian? He gave me a job. I needed the money. He looked after me. I guess I feel I should do the same. So you're here a lot, then? Most days. Don't your family mind? Family? Yeah, do they mind you working so much? They... They... No, they don't. Anyway, that's enough about me. What about you? What about me? Well, tell me about yourself. <laughs> oh. There's not much to tell. Well, your name would be a start. <laughs> John Smith. Funny. How about John Doe? Hmm. Let's see. You're British, yeah? How on earth did you guess? Well, you're obviously a long way from home, then. <laughs> home. Funny old word. I haven't been to the UK in... years. You're a traveler? Unwillingly so, I guess. So, what, you travel around the world battling spirits like an angst-ridden Ghostbuster? <laughs> Christ, ghosts? That's what you think's going on here? Well, what then? Something much worse. Have you ever wondered, all the anger and hatred in the world, at the end, what's left? What's left? What we leave behind. All over the world, people waltz from street to street. As they go, they break hearts, souls and minds. We're naive enough to think those feelings, that hatred, is just an emotion, that it goes away. For most, this is true, but in special cases, when the hatred is so pure, so strong, something lingers. Something is left behind. I... I don't understand. Echoes, Olivia. Sentient, living echoes born of pure pain. Listen to that. The sound of a world going mad. Oh, there's always been violence, prejudice, racism, sexism, homophobia. But that's the problem. There's always been. We never stop to question that, do we? It always has been, and therefore it always will be. Yet, 
That hatred, it doesn't just go away, it lingers, lingers like the smell of smoke after a fire, and it grows and grows, then one morning it starts to think. Once I got too close to something, too damn close, some places, some towns, cities, even buildings, they become the center of so much hatred. It doesn't just form, it attracts. It's like they become poised on the edge of cliffs. I don't mean physical cliffs, not things we can see, and that's what makes it terrifying. We live on a vast precipice overlooking the darkness, and we don't even know it's there. One small step, and we go hurtling down forever. And you? You looked over the edge? Worse, I went over. But you came back. I did, but someone close to me wasn't quite so lucky. And since then, since then, it's like I've stared into the abyss and can't look away. Always I can see it, feel it, sense it, the sick, diseased products of our own polluted world. And... And... It's hungry. What's that? What's what? That house there. The Blackwood Place? The Blackwood Place. Hmm. Tell me about it. It's just an old house. Nothing special. It's something of a hot spot on the local ghost tours, but it's nothing really. Just a lot of local superstition. New Orleans is full of it. Come on, indulge me. After all, in a way, aren't I a ghost tourist? Well, no one is allowed in. The place is falling to bits. Occasionally you'll catch sightseers gawping through the fence, though. And the ghosts? Ghost. Singular. Patrick Blackwood. And he was? The Dark Artist. The Dark Artist? That's what they called him. He was a painter and a poet. What happened, Olivia? He was 22. From one of the wealthier families. Patrick was an outcast. In what way? He wasn't interested in business, nor in intending the parties thrown by his family for the white elites. He preferred the poorer parts of the city, attending jazz sessions and reading poetry. He fell in love with a boy, an African-American boy. He had to flee. Blackwood was destroyed. Destroyed? Not physically. At least not totally. By whom? By the world. What happened? I... 
I, I could hear you two talking. Then something else, like something crawling. C crawling? Shut up, both of you. There... There's nothing. Exactly. Since I entered your shop at three this afternoon, there's been a clock ticking continuously within this room. What, what the hell is it? Shh! to the storeroom. Why? I think it's time I told you two what's going on. Won't you sit down? I prefer to stand when I lecture. Ah, oh, suit yourself. What's that? A, a book. book. What kind of book? A diary. And one of several you have for sale in your shop. Now, at its core, what is a diary? Well, it's a record of events in a person's life. A book of memories, I guess. Exactly. A book of memories. Now, what do you think happens to memories? What happens to memories? What on earth are you talking about? Fabian, just listen to him. He said something like this outside. I think I'm starting to get it. Well, they, they fade, vanish. They die with us. No, they don't. Then what do they do? They grow grow. Mr. Fabian, our entire lives we spend creating waste. We defecate, we pollute, we pillage. Yet we only ever attribute that waste to physical actions. What about the more abstract side? The abstract side? So much of our time is spent emoting when a racist act is committed, hatred is felt. When a child is alone in the dark, they're afraid. When lovers' hands meet. I'll never leave you. When they kiss. I'll always love you. You get the idea. But what happens after these feelings are felt? They just go? They just dissipate? Or... Do they linger, absorbed perhaps into their surroundings, the books on the shelf, the paper on the wall, and the stone in the brickwork, slowly lingering, growing? Growing? Yes. Perhaps only items with a strong enough history with a history of pain, hatred, fear, contracting and drawing in more. God knows there's enough of that around. With this history, these feelings linger within them. It draws similar items together and the hatred, fear doesn't go away. 
It starts to expand, to operate, disembodied but still a physical force. It starts to think, to create a consciousness. And this thing, it still feels hatred? Oh, of course, but not blind, pointless hatred, oh no. This time, its feelings are directed. Against who? Against me, against you, against everyone. It was born into this world a child of hate and loathing. It doesn't understand, can't even comprehend what it is the product of. The result? It's insane, knowing only pain and fear. So, so how do we stop it? We need to find the Nexus. The what? The Nexus, the focal point of all that is going on, the object that is the center of its consciousness. And what does this Nexus look like? Theoretically, like anything. It could be a book, a piece of furniture, clothing, literally anything. Size and shape don't matter. All could be a possible vessel. Oh, my. Assuming this is even remotely true, how would we even find this thing? Have you seen how much stock we have? I can't sell half of it, let alone find something that could look like anything. There is a way. What's that? When I first became aware of these uh, forces, I found that my experience had left me with a sort of sensitivity. A necklace? From someone close to me. I'll never leave you. They died. Not well. Now, watch. What are you going to do? Just touch it, that's all. What's happening? There. Oh my god, he... he was right. What was that? A small demonstration, nothing more. This vessel contains only the smallest trace of negative memories. My talents can merely cause them to reveal themselves, nothing more. And when you touch this uh, nexus, or whatever you call it, the reaction will be the same? Similar. I'll know I've found it either way. Even now I can sense it. It's close. So, what do we do now? Now we look. What time is it? Oh, come on. Eleven thirty. Think. 
Oh God. Oh no, where the hell is it? Oh, oh, we'll be lucky if we have any stock left. Do you think he'll find it? If it even exists. Still doubting? Aren't you? I don't think so. After all, we've seen it ourselves before he arrived on the scene. Something is going on. Oh, not that. Him. You don't trust him. He's bad news, Olivia. I know it. Satisfied? Of course not. It's not here. I can sense it, but it's not here. Oh, good. You just smashed half the shop for nothing then. Something. I'm missing something. It'll be midnight soon. It doesn't make any difference. The city never sleeps, never dies. Rots and decays, but never dies. Missing. <gasps> the house. What house? The Blackwood Estate. What on earth do you want with the Blackwood place? Olivia said he was an artist, a poet. He must have had a lot of books in that old house. Did you get any stock from there? Well, yes, a few bits and pieces. You'll find his stuff all over the New Orleans antique scene. Take me there. To the house? Now? Now! Where can we get in? Uh, we can't. The whole place is private property. We'll have to go through the fence. This panel looks loose enough. Wait, wait, you can't! Too late. Go on, quick, inside. We get caught. We won't. Come on. Oh, this is ludicrous. If anyone sees us snooping around... I'll tell them you made us do it. Oh, you're a real laugh-a-minute kind of guy, aren't you? I am, rather. Now, Olivia, tell me more about Blackwood. I told you already. Not everything. You said it was the world that destroyed him. What did you mean by that? Why does this even matter? Because Blackwood may be at the center of this whole thing. I... I can't. I need to know. My head... hurts. I beg your pardon. Leave her alone. I'll tell you. Fine, if you insist, old man, but we keep moving up to the door. They call him the Dark Artist. After he fell for the African-American boy, he'd betrayed everything his family stood for. 1940s Louisiana was a different place. In their eyes, he dragged their name through the dirt. So, they took action. What did they do? They disowned him, threw him out. His lover was chased out of town, and Blackwood fled, uh, upstate. I remember. 
the car. The car? He was working shifts in a bar, trying to make ends meet, selling his art in his spare time. These were unforgiving times, though, and Blackwood's notoriety had followed him. There wasn't room for one of his kind. One night, he left the bar. Uh, there was a car with its headlights off. He lay in the road for ten hours before he was given assistance. He lost half his face. My God. But that wasn't the end. When he awoke, he had a new inspiration and his art served a higher purpose. He traveled the world learning its secrets, seeing its darkness, looking into the abyss firsthand. He was an empty vessel that the world, with its cruelty and jealousy, had filled with suffering. He returned to New Orleans, and he devoted his years to creating art that showed the world as it was. As it is. All that pain, all that suffering, concentrated here. Look, by the front door! Those things! Physical manifestations of the thing, like antibodies protecting the body. The fence! Quick, get to the fence! It's the only way. Move, Fabian, come on. Olivia, take my hand. I... I can't. They're... they're almost here. Olivia, my hand, now. I can't. For God's sake, here. No, don't touch me. Why are you staring at me? Fabian, you knew. Yes, I knew. Knew what? Why are you staring at me like that? The Nexus. Apes. 
It's not good enough to just hide and skulk in the shadows, is it? To strike when you get chance. Fabian, he's destroying everything. It's all right, Olivia. It's going to be all right. Fabian, you're not listening to me. Why won't it just end? Why can't it just be all over? You knew, Fabian, this whole time you knew. Jesus Christ, why? After everything I've said, why? Because I knew you were wrong. That despite whatever she is and wherever she comes from, you're wrong. Hate doesn't just breed hate. Whatever she started out as, she's learned to grow and to change. It can't change, Fabian. What did you think those things were, growing pains? It can hide, create a perfect disguise for itself, but it can't be good. Sooner or later, a little of that evil gets out and it kills. No, maybe it's you who can't change. I'll sod this. Let go of him! Did you want to fuck her? Is that it? Lonely old man in a bookshop and one day an angel appears to take you away from your misery. Jesus, Fabian! <laughs> ah, you hit well, old man. Right. Now, for once, you shut up and listen. You're smart, real smart. And I reckon you know what you're talking about. You came in here tonight and confirmed a lot I thought I'd figured out. When it comes to her, though, you don't know jack shit. Fabian. What are you talking about? Oh, Christ. She doesn't know. She really doesn't know. Exactly. Blackwood was the source. One of his diaries was the Nexus, but it grew. This thing, this consciousness, separated itself and saw the world around it for the first time. It saw all the good in this world, and it tried to learn. It may come from pain and sadness, but it's becoming innocence and joy. Don't you see? Oh, for God's sake, it's not learning a thing, Fabian. Not in the sense you mean it, anyway. What do you mean? The best disguise for abstract evil, abject good. All that evil underneath just waiting for a chance to spill out. It hasn't changed at all. It's just hidden. A disguise so good, even it has forgotten. You don't know that for sure. Each manifestation here isn't a haunting in its own right, just when control slipped for the briefest of seconds. Oh, Fabian, you idiot. Whenever she becomes angry or nervous or is reminded of the past, those things appear, you stupid bloody fool. But she's learning, don't you understand? You might dismiss her as a disguise, but she's become so much more. A person in her own right. Oh, you really think over time it could have learnt? Forgot? Gone on and lived a healthy life? What happens if she goes on a date, meets a nice young man, and a three-legged freak appears? It can be controlled. Tell that to those three boys. That was her, wasn't it? What, they saw her in the street, made her nervous, and then one of those things appeared and gutted them like fucking fish? That, that was me. No, no, it wasn't you. You had nothing to do with it. 
Oh, you can kid her, Fabian, but you can't kid me. She is dangerous. Do you realize when the last manifestation was before those boys ruined everything? Two months. And before that, three weeks. She was getting better. You're an idiot, Fabian. I, I remember. They were drunk. I was afraid. Then those things... No, Olivia, it wasn't you. You have to stop. Just you try and make me. No, you don't understand. She can't know. All this time I've helped her forget the truth, hidden her away. It's the only way she can learn. And if she's told? Oh, then... then it's over. I'm sorry, Fabian. Please. Truly, I am. Fabian! Get up, old man. Get up. No! I said you wouldn't get the better of me again. Keep away from her! Get off me! You've been hiding for so long. Credit where credit's due. You fooled me. You even managed to fool yourself. Held together by your belief in your own reality, by your belief in your ability to change. Whatever he says, though, he's wrong. What are you talking about? And I found you now. Get off me! That's it. Feel it inside you. You feel all that hate and anger building up. Remember those boys? Remember how scared you were? Remember the sadness and the fear that poured out of you? Remember watching as they were killed? K killed? No! They scared you and the monsters appeared, didn't they? Your monsters. You! What about your family, Olivia? Tell me about them. My fa family No mother? No father, Olivia? No brothers or sisters? Can't you remember them? I... I... You never had any, Olivia. You're not real. Just a fake, a construct, an echo of the past, of Blackwood's pain and sadness. A memory, nothing more. And like all memories, you'll fade away. Let me in! Oh, 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 I've got to get in. Oh, the back door! Blackwood's legacy has far outlived itself, Olivia. It's time to be forgotten once and for all. No, no! Fabian! Oh, me! He can't help you now. No one can. It's just you and me. Fabian! Fabian! 
You've had your fun, but now it's over. You fooled me, but no more. Now go where all monsters belong. I was changing. I can't be forgotten. Ashes to ashes, Blackwood. I won't. Dust. I can't. To be dust. Forgotten. She's gone, Fabian. Gone? It's over. Why? It was evil, Fabian, born of pain and sadness. It could never change. She was learning. Fabian. I found her in the shop one night. Afraid. Human, but not quite human. The words mixed up. The mannerisms all wrong. I helped her build an identity. Helped her grow. She couldn't control it forever, Fabian. Sooner or later, it would have got out. Would have grown and absorbed and people would have died. A leopard can't change its spots. It was in her nature. And what about you? What's in your nature? My nature? You stride in here, so sure of yourself, so sure that you're right. You talk of something evil, of something born of hatred. Yet all I saw in her was joy and happiness. But you, shouting, spitting hatred, and yet calling her evil. Fabian. You don't even see it, do you? Blind to your own prejudice by your own hatred? Christ, what will be left of you at the end? What will you leave behind? Dust. What? Only dust, as it should be. I want you and the shop gone by tomorrow, Fabian. If any of Blackwood's things go with you, I'll know. Oh, and, uh, Fabian. Yes? There was a young lady of Kyber who smiled as she rode on a tiger. They returned from the ride with the lady inside and the smile on the face of the tiger. Good night, Fabian. She was learning.
Cemetery tours? Get your cemetery tours here. Is it done? <laughs> it's done. I'll call off the cleanup crew. Yes, the shop's gone. Staff too. There'll be no more trouble there. Poor Fabian. Didn't even see it coming. What? Nothing. You know... If you're going to do that, you could have done it earlier, and saved yourself a rough night. You know that's not our way. Besides, I didn't know how involved the staff were. I try and avoid bloodshed where possible. <laughs> that's your view, not mine. Anyway, where now? Back home? No. Paris. Paris? Why Paris? What's there aside from croissants and garlic? Trouble. Of course there is. <laughs> Do you ever wonder when this is all over? What? What will be left of us? What are you on about? What will we leave behind? No, of course not. We're the good guys. Yeah. The good guys. Cemetery tours! Cemetery tours! See the city of the dead. Where ghosts haunt crumbling tombs, and the cries of the damned can be heard at night. been listening to All Time Radio Volume 11 Featuring the tale What We Leave Behind by author C. McKelvey Produced for the No Sleep Podcast by Jesse Cornett The cast featured David Alt as The Stranger Wafia White as Olivia David Cummings as Fabian Penny Scott Andrews as The Woman Andy Cresswell as Ben Atticus Jackson as Harry James Cleveland as James Kyle Akers as the young man Peter Lewis as Blackwood 
and Mike Delgadio as the tour guide. The musical score was composed by Brandon Boone. Thank you for joining us at the No Sleep Podcast. Join us next week for the bonus episode from our Suddenly Shocking series. On behalf of everyone at the No Sleep Podcast, we thank you for listening and for being supportive Season Pass members. As always, stay sleepless. This audio production is copyright 2021 by Creative Reason Media Inc. All rights reserved. The copyright for this story is held by C. McKelvey. No duplication or reproduction of this audio program is permitted without the written consent of Creative Reason Media, Inc.